All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. gang let's jump into this shit let's get uh youtube up and running god damn i need another light up in this bitch hold on all right lights activated okay camera mode let's blow up she wait gang we got the three the two the one youtube now you are up and running my brain just farted on what the fuck it was going to say. Who gives a shit? Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats. So, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, we only kind of got one big topic today. And I am going to hit on the fuck stick that is Alan Parr. Now, some of y'all already, who the fuck is Alan Parr? And you know what? You'd be very well justified in asking, what the fuck is an Alan Parr? Alan Parr is a Christian apologist. All you need to know about this fuckface is he is in bed with fuckface Frank Turk. What else do I need to tell you guys about his ability to be honest? Oh, oh, ah, wow. I can kick my feet up. Okay. All right, that's a little bit better. Back on topic. So he's in bed with fuckface Frank Turk, which means... He's already sitting on some bullshit. Let me get these videos up and running. Okay. But, ugh. so again, one of the big things about this fucker, because I don't know, I don't, I don't know a lot about him, but what I do know, I don't like. And again, for me, it can begin and end right at Christian Apologists. I already told you guys, right? Apologia is translated to explain or defend, right? That's like the Latin uh, uh, interpretation. I told y'all over here, the Cajun interpretation is I'm going to lie to your fucking face, right? So that's what he is. But gang, what really seals him the fucked up this, as far as I'm concerned, before we roll these takes, Alan Parr is ex-gay. Gang, I am so incredibly not a fan of that movement. And let me tell you the reason why. Right, That's some real art of war type of bullshit. Why would I waste time and my resources and my energy to uh, defeat my enemy when I can make my enemy do the work for me? Right? I think I told you all not too long ago, there's someone in my professional life, you know, who signed up to belong to this church group. And on the profession of faith, they had to say that marriage between one man and one woman. And when I told this person to their face, you're a homophobe. If you sign that and you support that in that group, you're a homophobe. Well, they didn't like it. So you know what I said? You're a fucking homophobe. Right? And in the back and forth, in the back and forth, this person put on, you know, the card table what they thought was an ace card. So like, that's homophobic, and that's homophobic, and that person is homophobic. And they per and this person said, well, there are people in this church who are gay slash ex-gay, and they don't even believe 
that gay people should get married. So what, Robert, does that make them, you know, homophobic? You know what I said? It makes them self-hating gay people. Right? I mean, look at your monkey ass. You, you get it. I, and I even told this person, this is the same as getting the uh, listening to some Candace Owens and saying, well, that's black people. Right? You cannot go after the, the people whose group they represent. They hate that group. That's Alan Parr. Right? Because again, there were some other videos, and I may or may not get to it, about how can you be a gay Christian? Right? So again, that, that's who Alan Parr is, and I set this shit up. He's an apologist, and he's ex-gay. Again, go fuck yourself. There's no such thing. Right? Again, you may not be fucking dudes, but you sure the hell do want to. I can promise you that. All right, gang. So the first one up, is oral, I just spelled a professional. Oral and anal sex. Now, again, Christians, seriously, can't life be hard enough? Must you sift through that dusty old book, you know, to, to, to see what it is you can and can't do in 2022? Right? That book was written, gang long before we even knew about the germ theory of fucking disease, right? The average lifespan back then was three and four decades. Bam, you would just bite the dust over shit that can be cured today by what you find in your average everyday medicine cabinet, right? But no, Christians, because again, I've seen the videos, right? Again, can I suck a dick? Can I eat some pussy? Can I do a little booty hole diving? Can I get a tattoo? Can I smoke a cigarette? Can I cuss? Can I do yoga? Can I jerk off all over my... Okay, you guys are making your life and in return, everyone else's life just a little bit more fucking difficult. Before we roll this fucked up ass tape, Christians, if you just need someone bigger and more powerful than you, chances are it's me anyway. I'll tell you. You want to perform oral sex? Perform some oral sex. You want to have the butt sex? Have the butt sex. Right? But no, you guys are about to make this shit way more complicated than what it needs to be. Let's see. Capitalism, shocking, right? Now let's move the fucking mic. All right, let's roll this fucked up ass tape. Married couple allowed complete and total freedom in the bedroom, or are there certain sexual behaviors or sexual positions that are off limits or forbidden or prohibited in the bedroom as a Christian couple? We're going to explore these questions and others in this video coming up. This is going to be terrible. I'm going to have a stroke on this one. Welcome back to The Beat. My name is Alan Parr. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time here, it's a pleasure. Hey, if you want to know the entire story of the Bible, click the link in the description box below. If you enjoy this video, consider some... Pause the tape. Here's the entire story of the Bible. God fucked some shit up. So as a result, he killed everybody. Then people populated the planet again. Then, shock, surprise, they pissed God off again. Then God had to send his own son, who's really himself, to, to sacrifice himself to himself to create a loophole that he created. Then he's going to kill us all with fire. And then he loves us.
There, there's your Bible story. Roll the tape. Driving, hit that little bell notification so you won't miss a beat. Okay, so before we jump into this particular topic, I need to put a couple of disclaimers out there. First and foremost, if this topic does not apply to you, it's not practical oh, to not do at it. this point in your life. Maybe you're a teenager. Maybe you're someone that's retired. And Pause the tape. Gang, he's going to tell the people, you know, don't to, to turn this off so you don't get your genitals stimulated. Christians, holy shit, your, your, your relationship with sex, sexual identity, sexual preferences, all that stuff, it is fucked up. It is fucked up. Roll, watch, watch, roll the tape. Don't want to even be involved. You don't want to be married. You don't want to have sex. Like this particular topic might be a video that you might want to skip because this is a topic that Christian couples, non-Christian couples, Couples in general have asked this question and they're genuinely seeking answers to this. Pause the tape. Again, this is, we're not getting through this. This thing is almost 15 minutes. Fuck that. Again, it's real simple. If you and your partner or partners are game, give it a shot. That's it. That's it. <laughs> right? Again, he's going to make this way more complicated than what it needs to be. Roll it. So if it's something that's going to stir up some sort of lust in you or Told you're curious you. about it, I would suggest you pass it on to this, uh, go on to another video. Another thing, I'm going to do my absolute best to deal with this in the most sensitive way possible, because this is a very, very sensitive subject anytime you're dealing with sexual intimacy in marriage. Now, with okay. all that being said, there are two primary positions here. You know, you have one group Pri that basically says, hey, oh, okay." and everything goes as long as a couple agrees on it in their bedroom right. their business. Right. Then you have another uh, position over here and they'll say, well, I think there's certain restrictions, certain prohibitions and certain things that you just shouldn't do because it's just not natural in the bedroom. What? So the question that we always have to, have to answer is what does God have to say about this? Oh my God, pause the tape. Christians, do you really have to ask your fucking God what to do with your dick or your vag, your mouth, your booty hole, toys, whatever the fuck? Are, seriously? I mean, while you're, the dude is in there with the rock hard dick or whatever the fuck the case may be, do you really got to get on your fucking knees? Insert sex joke there. Do you really have to get on your fucking knees and say a prayer and ask your fucked up ass God? Yo, could you give me some directions in the next 30 minutes? I can't believe I used to be a fucking Christian. Roll the tape. Come on. I'm the type of person, I want to look at what does the Bible have to say about everything? Not man-made opinions. What does God, the inventor of... Pause the tape. Man, I'm going to pause this shit way too much. Hold on. I just got distracted because this is just some bullshit. Do because it's just not natural in the bedroom. So the question that we always has to have to answer is what does God have to say about this, if anything at all? Because I'm the type of person I want to look at what does the Bible have ah. to say about everything, not man-made opinion. Pause the tape. Dude, religion is a man-made opinion. But I've said, I'm sure you guys have had this happen to you before as well, right? When, you you know, you're probably the one non-believer in this whole conversation, right? And someone brings up Christianity and this person brings up 
like Scientology and Mormonism. And, and I've heard the Christians on this side say, oh, no, 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 no. Those are man-made religions. I'm like, oh, what, opposed to yours? Yeah, because everyone knows some fucking dude came down off of a fucking mountaintop with two stone tablets with the, apparently the greatest 10 rules ever. Yeah, no, roll the tape. What does God, the inventor of sex, have to say about sex? Now, the reason why this is an important question is because it can either lock or unlock a married couple's freedom or lack thereof in the bedroom. So Jesus. it's important to get an answer to this question. So I want to start off with the springboard scripture, and that's in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. And it says, marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers... Pause the tape. If your bed is undefiled, you are not doing it right. Right? If you are not slinging the meat, if your partner isn't tapping out and begging for mercy, you're doing something wrong. So again, here, here's just the Uncle Bobby proverb on that one. Knock the fucking bottom out of it. Again, this dude is getting... He's quoting Bible verses to justify fucking. Christians, you make me sad. Roll the tape. God will judge. Now, I'm going to give you three questions that I really want you to consider if you're trying to figure out what is and is not acceptable in marriage in terms of sex. Number one, is this activity going to cause me to be a fornicator or an adulterer? Why is that important? Pause the tape. I thought we were talking about marriage. If you're married and you're fucking... By definition, it's not fornication. Now, again, keep in mind, fornication is a religious concept. There's no such thing as fornication in nature. Again, it's just fucking or it's not fucking. So, again, where is he going with this? Roll the tape. Because this text that I just read says that fornicators and adulterers, God will judge them, right? So is this something that is causing me to have sex outside of my marriage as a single person, right? So if you're single, you're not married. So that would be the fornicator position, right? So you're fornicating because you're not married and you're having sex outside of marriage. The Bible says God will judge those people, right? Okay. Now, if you are married and you're having sex outside of your marriage, then that makes you an, adul an adulterer, right? So God says, I'll judge that group as... Pause the tape. I agree. Now, again, I told you, I'm not married to one form of sexual relationship, right? I've been monogamous. I've been in open relationships, with throuples. I'm willing to try on different pairs of shoes, right? My point is, if you and your partner agree that the shit is monogamous, remain fucking monogamous, right? Fucking, yeah, you know the drill. Roll the tape. Well, and by the way, pornography is just another form of, a, of adultery, which is the reason why God doesn't want you to bring that. Shut the fuck up. Pause the tape. You can't even jerk off all over yourself without feeling guilty. It, shut the fuck up. Pornography is not adultery. Pornography is not adultery. Pornography is not adultery. Now, again, if a Christian was here, they would take it all the way to extremes because that's how they fucking operate. <clears throat> Excuse that. If your partner wants to jerk one, one, what the fuck does that have to do with you? 
Not a goddamn thing, right? I actually know a couple who it's okay for each one to jerk off, but they have to let the other one know that they did it. Again, if that's what works for their shit, that's what works for their shit. But it's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's my need. I'm not asking anyone, can I jerk one? But again, pornography is not, in and of itself, it is not adultery. Christians, lighten up. Roll the tape. Into the bedroom because now you're bringing a third person or a third party into your bedroom. More than likely, lust. Pause the tape. Christians, you already are bringing a third person into your bedroom and it's God. Again, you, you, you just made a 15-minute video spelling out what God wants you to do or not do with your junk. There's already a third person in your fucking bedroom, and it's your fucking God. Now, apparently, he's nowhere to be found when real shit's going down where he needs to be needed. But he's going to sit here and watch you and your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend and your God sitting is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, touch your tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean to tell me your God watches everyone fuck and jerk off, but he's nowhere to be found for things like Hurricane Katrina? You dick slapping pervert? Roll the tape. After this person or these people, and lust is a form of adultery, and that's the reason why we need to steer clear of pornography because pornography, and this video is not on pornography, but pornography is one of the ways that we get all sorts of ideas and try to pressure and force our spouse to do certain things that we may have seen on the screen that they may not be. Pause the tape. Again, that's very Christian 101. Let's take this shit to extremes. Now, does that happen? Yeah, especially with the younger kids, right? Again, like I've said before, like all the way in season one, today's kids go fuck yourself. Right. When we jerked one, that was straight gladiator style. You understand that? You ever try and jerk one to a fucking underwear ad from Better Homes and Gardens and shit? Her panties came up to her fucking neck. Right. It's like are those, that fucking underwear is that a fucking burk and a hijab. What the fuck am I looking at? But now I'm an older dude. Right. And my brain's more developed and I've got a more realistic relationship with sex. Right. So if me and my partner want to try some kinky shit that we saw on bigblackdicks.com, then fuck it. We can sit and talk about it. Now, the end, the younger generation, when your first uh, exposure to sex is a 10 on one fucking anal blow bang. OK, yeah, I can see how that can fuck you up. Right. Is that what all people do? Yeah. No, Junior, it's not. So, but that's a whole other fucking topic. But again, he's taking this to an extreme. Like one of your one of you in the relationship is going to watch some shit and then just try and flip it on your partner. When instead, when you were older and you were more mature, you're like, you know what? Let's have a sex talk. Then I just spelled hashtag unprofessional. Then you can talk about each other's likes, dislikes. Yes, I'm willing to try that. Yes, I'm willing to try that. But let's not go this far. Right? But again, that's very Christian of him to take it from zero to a million right off the bat. Roll the tape. Ready for or comfortable with, which leads me to my next question. No, what is Question it? number two. Is my spouse comfortable with this particular act, whether it's oral sex, anal sex, 
different positions other than the missionary position, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But you pause the tape. Christians, are you only allowed missionary position? My heart weeps for you. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh, I, I can't even talk about it. roll the tape. God. Ask that question. Now, there is a one group that will say, you know what? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that your body doesn't belong to me and my body doesn't belong to you. Oh. And because your body belongs to me, I therefore have the right to do anything that I want to do with your body because when you get married, it doesn't belong to you anymore, right? But if you just keep reading a little bit further on in that exact same passage, it also talks about sex being by mutual consent, right? Coming together by mutual consent. It also talks about in Philippians how it's important to not only look at your own interests, but also look for the interests or look after the interests of other people, putting okay. their interests above yours. So you have to harmonize this idea of the fact that, yes, your spouse's body does not belong to them, it belongs to you, but you also have to say, is what I'm asking them to do not Pause the tape. So wait, is he saying that my spouse's body belongs to me? Because if so, one, that is definitely some very biblical shit. And two, I can only speak for myself. That doesn't turn me on. Right? My partner needs to have a backbone. Even when I'm not talking, I can fill up a room. I have a very big personality. So I need someone that's going to stand up to me, to challenge me, right? And so again, if this, again, you, your partner's body belongs to you, that's not sexy at all, right? I, I, I don't want a slave, right? I don't want a ferret. I want a partner. So again, I just want to address that bullshit, that my partner's body belongs to me. If that's what he's saying, yeah, not impressed. Roll the tape. Thing. Am I considering their comfort level and their... Uh, their ability to be free in this regard as being my highest priority because pressure and performance in a sexual union in marriage are the two things that are going to eat away at your sexual intimacy as a, as a couple. You don't want to pressure someone and you don't want to create this idea of performance, which is going to basically erode any sort of sexual intimacy. This is the reason why... Pause the tape. I think I see where you're going with this. And that's why I say communication is key. Now, let's take an act like anal, right? Now, again, if you're just going to stick one in your partner's butt without consent, you're kind of an asshole, right? This is why you, you have conversations. I would like to say, you know, do I actually need to sit here and say this out loud? But with what I, it is I do for a living... Apparently I do, right? The sky's the limit as long as you fucking talk about it, right? Again, it does not take away from the spontaneity of the act at all. Matter of fact, talking about it can be like fucking foreplay. But again, if he's talking about, am I about to belch? If he's kind of saying what I think he's saying right now, I agree. There's the belch. Oh, thank God. Hashtag unprofessional. Again, again, communication is key. I'm just going to throw that in there. Roll it. You should have these types of discussions 
before you get married in terms of comfort level, what are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? So that whenever you okay. get married, okay. you're not hit with this expectation that you thought you had. I agree. And now you're disappointed because I agree. your spouse is not comfortable with some things that you may have assumed beforehand that they were comfortable with. So if you are single and you're watching this or you're engaged and you're watching this, you need to make sure you're having certain conversations so that you don't get disappointed later on. So that's okay. the second question you okay. want to ask yourself. We're is, on board. I is think this so. Is something that's going to make my spouse uncomfortable? And if it is, then my friend, for you... Pause the tape. Gang, I just agreed with the Christian apologist. Holy shit, I don't know how to feel about this. Roll the tape. Being a loving spouse, that means that that act is off limits. And then the third and final question is, is oral or anal sex prohibited in scripture? Now, because these are two very different things, we have to look at them differently. Let's start with oral sex. There is no specific scripture in the Bible, no matter where you look for it, that's going to prohibit a married couple from expressing themselves through oral sex. There's just not a scripture that says, yes, it is a sin or it's not, right? As a matter of fact, there are verses. Pause the tape. How sad is it that that's a conversation that you Christians actually have to have? That you've got to thumb through 66 books of the Bible to see if sucking a dick or, or going down on a woman is prohibited. That is a very sad way to approach your sex life. Sorry, not sorry. Christians do better. Roll the tape. In the Bible, specifically in the book of Song of Solomon, chapter 4, that seem to suggest that it is an acceptable practice in a marriage, in the marriage bed, right? So you have this wedding night where this woman is basically, well, actually the man is describing the female anatomy as a garden full of spices and he wants to explore and then she invites him to visit her garden and explore <laughs> and eat and taste of its choice fruits. Now, you... All right, pause the tape. I got to write that one down. Gang, I, I am not... I'm not exactly a wordsmith, right? I'm just brutally honest. That Yeah, the whole garden thing and spices, it... I got to write that shit down because my monkey has like, let me get some of that pay dirt, baby. Yeah, <laughs> pay dirt. Yeah, the garden with spices and fragrance. That's a little bit better. You know, uh, note to self, Uncle Bobby, use that next time. Stop saying pay dirt. All right, roll the tape. They take the words eat and taste literally. And if you do, then this is a proof text for oral sex. If it's just more of a euphemism for general pleasure and general enjoyment of the female anatomy, then maybe not so much. Either way you slice it, there is no scripture that you can look at that says you should not do this, it's a sin, or you should, you should go ahead and... All right, you know what? Pause the tape. So apparently the Bible is giving the heads up to 69. Yay. But gang, I know he's going to talk about the butt sex next, but I don't want to rush anything. Because, gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock, and I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Let's 
Get you two back up and running. Buddy, what are you doing over there? All right. Blow up, she wait. Camera mode. All right. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Now, gang, I didn't want to rush a goddamn thing. So I think he's getting ready to talk about the butt sex next. Now, I am a lover of the junk in the trunk. I do not care about all other fucking attributes, both mental, physical, and emotional. If you're not trying to smuggle a fucking Thanksgiving Day turkey in the back of your pants, we got no future. No future at all whatsoever. There's a horrible disease known as no acetol. I'm quite sure you're a fantastic individual. We just can't date. Now, I didn't want to rush this part because I think he's getting ready to talk about the butt sex. Let's roll the tape. And feel free to do that. I think this is something that you need to leave up to the actual couple in terms of their comfort level. But if you do feel comfortable with it, then move forward with it because you don't need to feel guilty for something that God has not clearly said is a sin. Oh, Jesus. Now let's move on to the more difficult All one, right. that is anal sex. All now, right. Some people will refer back to the Old Testament story in the book of Genesis. What? I don't have time to go through that right now, but you can go back and read it in the book of Genesis. I believe it's in chapter 18, where in the city of Sodom, you had homosexual behavior. Oh, here we on, go. Here we go. Honestly, between two men, right? And so God prohibited this later on in the and the law and said that a man should not lie with another man as he does with a woman. Leviticus, so yeah, yeah, say, yeah, okay, yeah. Because it happened in Sodom, hence where we get the word sodomy, they will say that, you know what, that means that this type of activity should be prohibited for every couple no matter what, right? But we have to be very careful about, once again, forcing something into the text. What was prohibited? Pause the tape. I don't like this. I really don't like this. Having to comb through scriptures to have a discussion about something that should be natural. Now, again, yes, there are gray areas with consent and shit like that and the blase and the glavenoids. But again, I think I think I know it's better. Again, real world solutions for real world problems. Okay, fine. You're a guilty sinner. There's no such thing as sin. Grow the fuck up. You're a guilty sinner. Jesus died on the cross. Blah, 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 blah. This sex talk should be between you and your partner or partners. Right? I don't give a fuck. And you know what? I don't think you should give a fuck about what Leviticus says or Deuteronomy or Genesis. But we started this. We're going to fucking finish it. Roll the tape. In that chapter and throughout the entire Bible, is any expression of homosexuality or expressing same-sex attraction male to male or female to female? The Bible, interestingly enough, does not say anything about whether 
uh, it's, it's an acceptable practice for a husband and a wife to practice anal sex in that particular Pause the tape and rewind the tape. Please notice how he threw that shit in there kind of on the slide. Right? Again, it reminds me of that fucked up ass sermon from the Austin Stone when I went to that fucked up ass fuckface factory of hate. Right? And again, it, it's the, it was my last time because I was like, you know what? I'm done with you assholes. This isn't even funny anymore. Where dude got up there and caught every got everyone all riled up, right? And he's, you know, talking to the potential homosexuals in the audience. And he's describing this beautiful picture, you know, planning vacations, eating family dinner, doing all he just went on like for five minutes with this beautiful uh painting of what a family is and a, what a couple can do. And I still remember. And he said to the homosexuals in the audience, and you won't have that. And so what? Saying, what's 60, 70, 80 years of misery when you can go and jerk God off for a fucking eternity, right? So this is what this fuck knuckles getting ready to do, gang. He's getting ready to say, <clears throat> if you are a straight man and woman, and you are married. You can try the butt sex. I just professional. I like how I turn my head. Like you guys are right there in front of me. You can actually smell that belch. Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. But he's setting up married couples. If you want to go play in the mud, you can play in the mud. Gay people, lesbian people, you can't do shit. You literally can't do a goddamn thing. You have to sit here and suffer sexually while you're on earth. You watch, gang. Roll the tape. Particular marriage. It just says that the act of homosexuality between two men is an abomination unto the Lord. Now, with that being said, because I can already hear some of you saying, okay, hold on. With that being said, we have to ask the question, is this natural? Is this wise, right? Is it natural for anal sex to be taking place. When you just look at the basic uh, anatomy. Pause the tape. That is an unnecessary value call. It just is. Is it natural? Dude is jerking off natural. Is me listening to a Christian apologist natural? They smuggle that term in there to put an unnecessary weight on butt sex, right? Again, if you and your partner or partners Want to try the butt sex? Then try the butt sex. Get educated on it, right? Learn how to fucking do that shit and enjoy the butt sex. But again, is it natural? Is it normal? That is an unnecessary weight to put on a sexual act. It just is. Roll the tape. Oh, Robert, if there is no God, what's wrong with me? Shut the fuck up. Christian apologist, shit. Right? It seems to suggest that that particular activity is not natural because I describe it as exit only. Okay. All right. That doesn't seem natural. That doesn't seem to be the natural function for that. And so we have to ask that question. Another question we have to ask is, is this healthy? Right. Okay. Is this something that's healthy? Now for this, I'm going to pause the tape. It sure the fuck can be. It can be. This is why we need comprehensive sex education, right? Can anal sex, is anal sex more risky? Yes, it is. You want to know why? Uh, 
anal tissue is not as pliable as, let's say, vaginal tissue, right? I mean, hell, that thing can stretch out and spit out an eight-pound baby. It's meant to stretch. The butt is like any other muscle. It can stretch, but chances of it stretching to the size of a vagina, probably not. So, yeah, micro tears are more likely to happen during anal sex. But that can all be negated or that the risk can be minimized by learning how to do it. But I know, Christians, I know, absorbing new information, that's your fucking kryptonite, right? Roll the tape. A little bit longer, gang. My response from an article that I found on Focus on the Family, and I'm going to read this to you, okay? It says, anal sex appears to breach... Pause the tape. We're going to play it. But just so you know, Focus on the Family, Dr. James Dobson, the ACLU, officially gave them the title of a hate group. So again, it's like, you know, I think Fuckface Frank Turek is a noted scholar and he's, you know, very well read and I respect his work. Then you're an asshole. If you're going to sit here and quote Dr. James Dobson, you are an asshole. Roll the tape. The biblical concept of mutual respect and enjoyment between partners. Renowned Christian sex therapists Clifford and Joyce Penner report that the majority of women who engage in anal sex with their husbands admit that they don't enjoy it, that they feel violated. Let me just stop right there. I do have more to read, but let me just stop there. A lot of times, this is basically what happens. A man watches pornography. They see... Pause the tape. How did I not know that was going to come up? Again, leave it to Christians to take it to an extreme. Now, I can't speak to that study. I cannot. Now, have I have I personally engaged in, let's say, what isn't so successful uh, anal sex? Yes, I have. And me and my partner sat down and we talked about what happened. I was like, okay, maybe this is what we can do to make it better. Or maybe it's like, you know what? We tried it. Bam. Right? But again, when it comes to sex, it is communication. Communication communication. And the problem with listening to a Christian, or at least a Christian like this, they take it to extremes. Because now again, he's going to bring in porn, and this is what what he's going to say. Some guy was sitting there, his wife was in Viking Bible study, so he looked up, fuckerintheass.com, even though she doesn't want it, .org. Oh yeah, you like that, you nasty bitch. Yeah, hey baby, come on. And yet, when, when you try to imitate, again, I've said this before, gang, the topic of pornography is infinitely more interesting than the actual product. Again, we all would be better off if we actually listened to what those actors and actresses have to say. And I will quote, I know, I know, I know fuck faces. You don't know who Angela White is. Yes, you do. But she's one of my favorite ones to listen to when she talks about the literal act. This is an act. This is an act. And I remember her saying, right, we don't teach teenagers to drive by making them watch Fast and the Furious. So you can't expect to learn sex by watching pornography. This is an act, right? Sylvester Stallone actually is not Rocky, right? Denzel Washington isn't actually the equalizer, right? So again, he's going to set it up to where... 
a, a dude jerked off to analsex.com and then just kind of forced it on his woman, right? You watch, you watch, roll the tape. Some woman that's going crazy, enjoying herself from some sort of act, whatever it is. And then because that turns the man on, then they try to pressure their wife into doing something that they saw on the screen. What did I say? When she may or may not be comfortable with that. And that's going to create problems in the bedroom. So let me, let me continue. Anal sex poses serious medical risks, including bacterial and viral infections of the vagina, penis, rectum, and anus. That's not to mention that rectal tissue is more delicate and vulnerable True. to tearing and a Pause the tape. You know what? Pause the tape, and I'm not going to listen anymore. Focus on the family. And there's only like 90 seconds left. This dude can go fuck himself. Okay, everything he just talked about has an easy solution, and that's called honest communication. Now, if you've been dating your partner, you've been married for X amount of time, you should have enough rapport and trust. I can smell hashtag professional to where you can sit down. And talk, we're not teenagers anymore. God damn, hashtag unprofessional. That was just getting annoying. Hashtag unprofessional. Seriously, stop. Okay. We're not teenagers anymore, right? You don't brag when you buy rubbers and you're not embarrassed anymore, right? Again, I'm a lot closer to the day I'm going to meet Glory than what it is the day I was actually born. If I'm not fucking, you know, adult enough to talk to my partner about, hey, you know what? I think I want to try some X, Y, and Z, right? And no matter how, quote, unquote, wild and out it is, I expect my partner to be mature enough to, at minimum, if there's not something they want to do, be like, yeah, not really comfortable with that, right? But again, this is very Christian of him to take things to an extreme. And he's right. I told y'all before he even said it. Yes, anal tissue is not as flexible nor pliable. Micro tears are definitely more likely to happen, but that can be fucking all but eliminated. YouTube, you there? You there? You broke up. You broke up. You just hang in there because the clock's still around. Oh, there we go. We're back. We're back. We're back. All the health factors that they talked about that walk hand in hand with the butt sex can all but fucking be eliminated with proper education, and conversation. And you know what? Even if you have both, you'll never guess what? It may not work out, right? You may just not like butt sex, either pitching or catching, but you tried it. So again, let, let's just fuck this dude. I'm not going to sit here and listen to more fucking James Dobson. That's just sitting on some bullshit. So that was the first one. Gang, the next one up, where the fuck is it? I thought I had it. Hold on. Dude, where are you? Is it this one? Gang, I may have fucked this one up. Hold on. I sure the hell did. So this fuckface had one on jerking off. Hold on. That's, uh, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Sing the song. Don't you want, don't you want to get fucked up? Okay. Uh... Let's see. Is it up here? No, sitting right here. Is masturbation a sin? I thought I sent that to myself. I guess I didn't. Oh, this one's going to be fucking terrible. 
All right, you guys ready? Hold on. Let's make sure it's all the fuck queued up. Roll the tape. This is a real issue. I struggled with it personally. Wait, hold I on. I, I didn't get is all... masturbation a sin? That's no. That's topic today on the beat. Because there's no such thing as sin. Grow the fuck up. Hey, what's up, Beat family? My name is Alan Parr. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Today we're doing a little bit of Q&A, and this question has come up so often. What's wrong with masturbation? Is it a sin? Will I go to hell for doing it? And so, Pause the tape. Did you guys catch that? Will I go to hell for jerking off all over myself? How fucked up is that, gang? That's right up there with Jesus will judge your thought life. You mean to tell me that my brain isn't even safe? Like I said, if you cannot be safe in your own head, then you can't be safe. Again, yes, masturbation can be wrong. If you're jerking off in the frozen food section of your local fucking grocery store, but if you're sitting at home by yourself, or maybe you and your partner and your partners love to watch each other jerk off all over yourself, then fucking jerk off all over yourself. But will I go to hell for masturbation? Christians, is that something that you actually have to worry about? Your God sucks and not in a sexy, vibrant way. Roll the tape. Let me just first and foremost say that this is a real issue. I struggled with it personally whenever I was a single before I got married. And so let me just encourage you to tell you that God loves you. He doesn't hate. Pause the tape. So the words on the screen is, by the way. This is not just a male issue. He's right about one thing, because it's not an issue. It's natural. Self-gratification is healthy. I just bounce hashtag a professional. And if you are constantly feeling bad because you think your God is watching you flick the bean or flog the bishop, first and foremost, you need to ask yourself, why is God watching me jerk off? And two, why is he judging me negatively while I jerk off? Again, I've said it before. Gang, the God story is one pronoun away from being the worst shit you've ever heard. God watches you masturbate and Christian be like, oh, yes, he does. What if you said Robert Reed watches you masturbate? You'd call the cops. I mean, shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. God watches you jerk off. It is a real issue. Oh, thanks. And I'm not going to hell. Struggling with it is proof that God is working in you. Now, with that being said, the question we want to answer today is, is it a sin? Pause and take. God is working in you. First and foremost, no means no, God. I don't remember inviting you into my booty hole. You're not inside me. Go fuck yourself. Secondly, go fuck yourself. I cannot believe this is a topic of conversation. Third, he keeps using the word struggle. The fact that you're struggling with it means God's inside of you. No, it doesn't mean God's inside of you. It means you live in a puritanical fucking society that judges healthy sexual behaviors and feelings as something that's inherently bad, and it's not. I mean, please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. So I want to challenge you to ask yourself these six questions before you answer. Six Number questions? One, am I lusting? Jesus very clearly said. Yes, 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 
Yes, I am lusting when I jerk off. You want to know why? Because that's the fuel behind jerking the fuck off. And there's nothing wrong with lust. You want to know why? Because it is natural. Right? Hang whatever fucking qualifiers and shit you want to hang on it. There is nothing wrong, even if you're married or in a committed relationship. There is nothing wrong. With shut the fuck up. I can't believe I used to be a Christian. Roll the tape. I look upon a woman and lust for her. I've already committed adultery in my heart. So let's be clear on what lust is. If I'm married, that means I'm imagining myself or fantasizing about someone who's not my wife. If I'm single, that means I'm fantasizing about anyone because I'm not married and therefore I don't have a spouse. The second question that I would ask is, is this leading to other forms of sexual sin? One of the ways that Satan tempts both single people and married people is through sexual boredom. So if you're single, there is gonna come a time where you're gonna be bored with fantasy. Pause the tape. I guess in Christian world, it's called sexual boredom. Out here in the real world, it's called a dry spell. And when you're in a dry spell, you're probably going to jerk off a little bit more than you would if you were flapping skins, right? But you'll never guess what, fuck faces. There's nothing wrong with jerking off. There's nothing wrong with jerking off. Roll the tape. About it, thinking about it, imagining it, and you are going to want to carry that out, which is going to lead to fornication. If you are married, it's going to come a point where you're going to be tired of imagining yourself with this other person, and you're going to ultimately want to have an adulterous affair. Pause the tape. No, you're not. Go fuck yourself. Again, very Christian like. Very Christian like. It's to take things to an extreme, right? Here's the truth. You're going to cheat on your spouse because the opportunity arose and you took it. Period. End of story. Right now, are there some other issues, lack of communication, intimacy, what it finances, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the opportunity arose and you fucking took it. Whether you jerked off earlier in the week or not has got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Yes. Yes. There are cases where you can take things to an extreme, but it is the personality. It is not the product, right? Ask the squid. I can do some drinking. But like my dad said, when I was this big, if you're going to drink, make sure you're a professional drunk. Because what a professional drunk will do is they, if they know they're going to do some drinking, they hang their keys up, they're done. Right? You will never get a DWI on your couch. Now, my point is, is it the personality or is it the product? One drink, I'm an alcoholic! Not necessarily. So are we going to ban alcohol sales because some people can't handle their liquor? No. Same thing here. Can you jerk one and still remain monogamous if you're in a monogamous relationship? Yeah, it's been known to happen. But that's very Christian-like to take it to a fucked-up-ass extreme. Roll the tape. Or with them. And if you're married or single, oftentimes masturbation is accompanied with 
pornography. The two tend to go together like brother and sister. And the Bible says that each one of us is tempted when we are drawn away by our own lusts. In other words, the enemy is watching you to see what you are lusting for and then using that against you. So the question you have to ask yourself is, why would I want to open myself up to be tempted even more? In the Pause and tape. You got your imaginary superhero, God. So now you have to battle his imaginary version of Lex Luthor, which apparently is Satan. Right? How does the enemy tempt you? Uh, where's this enemy, fuckface? Well, he's in another dimension. What dimension are you talking about? And again, of the top one million things that your God is worried about, he spends a lot of fucking time worrying about what you do with your meat. I mean, shut the fuck up. I can't believe I was a Christian. Area of sexual sin. Third question I would challenge you to ask is, is this wise? Paul says that all things are lawful for me, but not all things are beneficial or expedient. In other words, what he's saying is there's a lot of things. Pause and take, because we're going to do a third halftime. Is it wise? Is it beneficial? Yes. Yes, it is. It's very wise. It's very beneficial. It's good to jerk off. It's good to jerk off all over yourself. You know what's not healthy about jerking off? When you put this kind of pressure on yourself, right? To sit there and feel bad because you beat your meat, you shouldn't. It is natural. It is healthy. It feels good. Unless you're using fucking sandpaper on your hand or on your fucking dildo, maybe you're into that. Who the fuck knows? But at the end of the day, don't feel bad because you jerked off all over yourself. Gang, I do want to finish this tape. So thanks to the world's greatest DJ, gang, I'm now looking at the clock again. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained, about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. They'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. black again for the third time to wrap up this fucked up ass show all right let's get camera mode because we got to get youtube going you know that gang what's going on here hey gang why isn't youtube working what the fuck what kind of manner of sorcery is this hold on gang hold on don't panic uncle bobby solves all problems okay okay it just froze on me all right, we're in the camera mode. YouTube, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. Hello, Michael. All right, gang, let's wrap up this fucked up ass video on jerking off all over yourself. Roll the tape. That the Bible doesn't say this is wrong or this is a sin. We can smoke crack. We can sniff cocaine, right? We can text while driving. It doesn't even say that if you're single and you're dating some. All right, pause the tape. Again, he's a, that's very fucking Christian of him, 
right? Let's just roll the shit way the fuck out there. We can text and drive. We can smoke crack. Shut the fuck up. Stay on topic and just sit here and tell everyone how horrible we are because we want to jerk off. Because apparently your guy's watching and he doesn't like it. Or maybe he does like it. Your guy's a fucking freak. Roll the tape. That you can't spend the night with them. But are any of those things that I just mentioned wise? Will they get us closer to God? And the answer is no. And I would put masturbation in that same category. The fourth question that I would challenge us to ask is, is this becoming an addiction in my life? In other words, is it getting to the point where I can't go very long without doing this? Is it getting to the point where I am being mastered, dominated, and controlled by my sexual desire? Is it getting to the point where I... Pause the tape. I'm not going to argue the validity of porn addiction, right? I mean, hell, if it trips the same pleasure centers as having a drink, a good workout, whatever the fuck, I'm quite sure. So I'm not going to sit here and say that sex addiction or porn addiction isn't real. What I am going to say is I don't trust Christians when it comes to this topic. I just don't, right? <clears throat> right? Who just hit puberty? Because I'm quite sure in their eyes, Right, if you jerk off three times a week, you're totally addicted. That's way too much. You jerk off once a year, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right? So again, is it an addiction? I'm willing to bet you dollars to donuts, it is not. Now, I actually, I know someone who was on the receiving end of someone who was addicted to porn. Because when it came down to, this person would, again, and this person was hot. This person's husband would much rather jerk than have sex with her and would turn her down so he could jerk. Okay. Yeah, now that's a problem. Now, is all porn bad because of that? No. It's just like how Uncle Bobby's going to have some of this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And please notice I'm not going to get behind the wheel. So, again, is it the personality or is it the product, right? Roll the tape. You do not have the strength or the willpower to resist this particular temptation. You know, masturbation is very deceiving because on the front end, it promises you relief from your sexual tension, but not realizing that what it actually does is it increases your hunger, thirst, and craving for it even more. Fifth question that I want to challenge you to ask is... Pause the tape. Even if that... Do I got a belching in... I just belch. I just like a professional. This is getting tiresome. Seriously. All I'll say about what this fuckface just said is there's nothing wrong with jerking off. Right? If you bust a really good nut on Monday, you may want to try that shit again on Tuesday. Hell, you may want to try that shit again later on on Monday. Then you'll never guess what. There is nothing wrong with it. At its core, no, it's not. But you guys have some invisible sky wizard that apparently says that it is. Go fuck yourself. Again, have his monkey ass come down here and tell us. Again, I love it. No, I don't. I love it how we don't understand the mind of God, right? Oh, how can your measly three-pound brain understand the mind of God? Now, you sit down while I sit here and tell you all about the mind of God. He doesn't want you to jerk off or have butt sex. This is my roll the tape. I being convicted while I'm doing this. James says to him who knows to do right and does not do it, 
Pause the tape. Am I being convicted while I do this? I told you guys this once before, right? The first time I told this story, I was on Godless Iowans channel. I need to see if he still has a channel. I had a lot of fun with him. I didn't want to do another show with him one day. Really long story short, it was during when I went to the Austin Stone, right? And a preacher got up and he was talking about his friend. I'm pretty sure he was talking about himself. Now, gang, he went to some pastor's conference, and I lie to you not. Gang, I'm telling you, I am crying. That is how hard I'm laughing. It's like, I can't believe this fucker's doing this. And he's sitting here, and he's talking about how he's at a pastor's conference, and they're all praying to Jesus. And then he's like, you know what? The the, the conference broke. He's in his fucking uh, hotel room. But then it hits him. He wants to masturbate. So he goes to the nearest 7-Eleven. Now, again, this wasn't a story from 1973, gang. Right? This was a story brand from, like, 2015. We had iPhones and iPads and laptops. No one jerks off to magazines. Well, you fucking go get Players, Mag- Players Magazine. Okay, if you just laughed at that, you're black. Blacktail, Players. You remember the fucking Playboys? The ladies were all airbrushed and shit, and they were looking all sexy they're on a beach, not players, black tail. You guys remember those fuckers? The lady just had a fucking C-section right there. You saw where the exit wound for where she was shot and fucking stabbed. She's bending over, fucking spreading her butt cheeks. She's on a fucking pommel horse and shit. Those things were fucking terrible. You guys remember black tail? Oh, goddamn. If you've ever jerked off to a fucking black tail, you are a Viking, my friend. Holy shit. But back on topic. So he sits there, and apparently he goes, I'm sorry, his friend goes to this seedy 7-Eleven and gets a fucking porno mag, and he brings it back. And gang, I bullshit you not. He demonstrates it. Podcasters, you can't see me. YouTubers, oh, I'm going for it. So he stands up, right? And so he's like, and then I got the magazine, and, and I open it up to the centerfold, and I so, and I'm sitting there. Oh, and I'm jerking one. And I'm jerking one. I'm looking at the fucking, oh, oh, and then, oh, then I get convicted by the Holy Spirit. And then I get on my knee. I'm sorry, my friend. I get on my knees and, and I start praying over the centerfold because I've sinned against the lady in the centerfold. And I pray. I mean, my friend prayed and my friend prayed and my friend has never masturbated since. Gang. I laughed my monkey ass off. The people who invited me were embarrassed. This is like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. You're the one who invited me to this bullshit. This dude just sat there and he demonstrated wanking his meat. And then I just belched again, hashtag unprofessional. And then acted like his own feelings were hurt because he jerked himself off. You got damn right, I'm going to fucking laugh, right? So again, are you being convicted? You aren't being convicted by the Holy Spirit. You're having to conform to these fucked up ass rules that says you can't make yourself feel good. A little bit longer, gang, roll the tape. To him, it is sin. So ask yourself, how do I feel right before I do it? How do I feel when I'm doing it? And then how do I feel immediately after? Pause the tape, I'll answer for myself, the 50-year-old atheist. Before I do it, 
I feel fucking fantastic. While I'm doing it, I feel even fucking better. When I bust a nut, I feel a hell of a lot better. Then after, I review the game tape. I'm like, I'm doing that shit again. I mean, seriously. Again, if you cannot be safe in your own brain, where can you be fucking safe? Roll the tape. Do it. If you feel any remorse at all, then you can be assured that that is the Holy Spirit that is convicting you to stop whatever it is you're doing. And the sixth and final question that you're married that you definitely want to ask yourself is, is this becoming a replacement for intimacy with my spouse? That's Pause the tape. End the tape. On that one, I agree. If you would much rather jerk off than be with your partner, either you have a problem with porn or your partner's not the right fit for you. Either way, you got to think about some shit. On the strip. That one I do. Uh, I agree with an apologist. Oh, fuck me. I feel bad. Got to get that taste out of my mouth. Probably shouldn't say that with the topic of today's episode. The gang, the big guy, has given you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, I fucked up my own ending, didn't I? I said that shit out of order. Gang, Uncle Bobby has only given you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one motherfucking solution. Their Christian view on uh, sexuality. Shut the fuck up. That was, that, that was hard, gang. That was actually hard. And it was hard. Insert sex joke there. It's hard because I know there are people out there who actually struggle with this. I actually told a friend what I was going to do today as a show and she's an actual therapist. And she told me that the shit that she hears, you know, the, about the tortured relationship that people have with sex and their religion. I mean, they are literally torturing themselves to the point to when they do get a partner, they're completely non-functional, healthy in other ways, but their brain is so fucked up on the topic of sex. Now, again, for the first video, can you go down on your partner or can you stick one in their ass? Or can you let someone stick one in your ass? Again, consent, conversation, education. That's all you need to know, right? I'm sweating like a motherfucker. It's hot and humid up in this bitch. Back on topic. Talk to your partner. We're not kids anymore. And if you and your partner, if you are shamed, for what's going on in your head as you verbalize to your partner. I'm no marriage counselor, relationship expert. You may be with the wrong person, right? Again, if my partner said, I want to try X, Y, and Z. And if it was something I was like, yeah, that's not even something I'm willing to try. Then I would just say, yo, I heard what you said. And I don't want to give that a shot. But if I turn around and then shame my partner for having those feelings, what kind of asshole am I? Right? It's like fuck face Jordan Peterson. Fine, I get it. Not everyone's into healthy girls. I told you, if you don't know what cream gravy is, get the fuck out, right? I'm fortunate with that. But to say, again, if it's not your jam, it's not your jam. He stepped over the line when he took a shit on it, right? So my point is, you should be in a relationship to where you can trust your partner enough to where you're like, yo, I was thinking about blank. Or I'm not going to lie, I was jerking one the other day and I saw this. I'm, what, do you, what do you think? And you can sit, have a back and forth. And if it's something that neither one of you have tried, get educated on the topic. 
right? Start slow and work your way fast. You know what I mean? Go fuck yourselves. But again, can we have oral sex? Can we have anal sex? To, 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 to go to a book, I'm looking at my old Bible sitting right over there. That again, wasn't even aware about the germ theory of fucking disease. A book that states that the world was created in six literal days. But yet we're going to go to that book to see if I can stick one in my partner's ass or not. Or let my partner stick one in mine. Really? Go fuck yourselves. And then the last one is can you jerk off? Again, with few notable exceptions, I'm the biggest, strongest motherfucker any of y'all will see. And if you just need someone bigger and more powerful than you to give you permission to jerk off all over yourself, go jerk off all over yourself. I mean, again, unless you're doing it in the middle of a daycare center, a grocery store, a city street, or something fucked up like that, there's nothing wrong with it. And all the bullshit, six questions, you know, blah, 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 with the exception of the last one, and that is, would you rather masturbate than have sex with your partner? Then, yeah, you, you probably have a problem. But everything else, gang, is everything else. Again, when it comes to pornography, my argument is still the same. It's the personality. It's not the product, right? It's not just the, the alcohol, which I like to drink. I also like working out. Do we shut down Gold's gyms and all the gyms because some people become addicted to exercise, right? I love to eat. I love to eat. In a month and a half, I'll be back in Louisiana. You'll never guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to do me some motherfucking eating, Right? What about the people who cannot control their addiction to food? You see what I'm saying, fuck faces? So again, to sit here and say that you shouldn't jerk off because certain people, and again, Thor bless them, and you should get some help. But because this person over here cannot control their porn addiction, doesn't mean this person over here can't jerk one, enjoy a vibrant sex life with their partner or whatever the fuck, and bam. But it's very Christian to take things from zero to five million, just like that. So gang, at the end of the day, let's wrap this shit up. Your sexual urges are natural. They are. If you want to have sex, have sex. If you're getting enthusiastic consent from yourself, your partner, or your partners, do that shit. If you want to jerk off all over yourself, then jerk off all over yourself. There's no such thing as sin and there's nothing wrong with feeling good in your swimsuit area. Life is hard enough. It really is fucking hard enough. Christians, again, gang, like the things, subscribe to the things, share the things so at least maybe one Christian will hear this. There's nothing wrong with your sexual urges. You can't sit here and make me write this down, that your God is watching me jerk off while ignoring the citizens of New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina. There's nothing wrong with sex, unless I can't get it. Gang, enjoy a healthy and vibrant fucking sex life. The world will be better off if we all bust nuts 
more often. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Yeah.